Welcome to We're Right. We're Right focuses on advocating for mental health and physical health through sharing stories. My name is Dr. Belcher. I'm a licensed mental health counselor, supervisor, and counselor educator. I'm looking forward to connecting with each listener. Remember, this ain't therapy, but it's kind of therapeutic. Now, let's get into today's episode of We're Right. Today, I'm excited to continue this dialogue that you all have been listening to. We're getting to diversify the voices that are being heard. So hopefully today, you're able to hear another story that enlightens you. But either way, welcome back to We Are Right. So as we're getting started, I'm going to hand it over to our guest today for them to introduce themselves, and then we will kind of go into our questions. All right. Well, hello, everybody. Good morning, um, or whatever time it is where you are. So my name is Tanifa Hamilton. I go by Twitch for my creative um, personalities. I am a photographer, so I mean a creative photographer. I, I do everything from historical processes on up to new age technology and a, a lot of things in between. So I'm pretty much creative. So anything I want to do, it's creative. I'm not I'm that photographer that you're like, I have this idea, but I don't know how I feel about it. I'm, I'm that photographer. So... I do that. I also actually um, have a home organizing business where I organize offices, closets, uh, garages, that kind of thing. And also done a couple of stores. Um, I also design closet systems as well. So I do that. Um, but as my creative side is taken over, I've been getting a lot into different projects here lately. Um, I did the 50 years of hip hop fashion with Upscale, things like that, uh, Upscale magazine. So that was that was amazing. And then I have an upcoming project um, that I'm director of photography for, which is called The Rising of the Phoenix. And it's uh, about a brand. It's a brand it's called Unlock Brims, right? So Unlock Brims. So, so what she does is she'll take a story, right? And my whole vision as far as reaching out to people is there's many ways to reach every audience, right? We don't know what it is, whether you're adults, children, everybody in between. There has to be a way to talk creative side they're usually that way to talk but this brand here that we're having this event on april 16th is going to be about unlocking your brim what that means is you're telling your story whether it's your past you wear many hats in your life whether you're a mom student brother sister you wear many many hats in your life so if there's a, a time you had to become that story you have to become that person become that hat this is what she does you consult with her, you tell her your story, then she creates beauty out of whatever memory that was. And she only makes wow. one. So it's, yes, it's specific to you and your story. So that's a lot of like, as far as the creative platforms we've been on, like this, this is somebody who's going to reach out and touch the masses. Because these stories is one of a kind. She's never going to make the same one twice. And the meaning behind it. It's the, it's the meaning behind it, which is why I'm excited to get on your show, because I'm like, it's the meaning behind what we're doing. So that event, yeah, it's again, coming up, up on April 16th at the Midtown Collective from 6 to 10. So okay. This is definitely an adult event, but yes, it's... it's oh, be I appreciate you sharing. I'm like excited hearing about it and just kind of, I know listeners won't be able to see the hat, but you're referencing the hat that's on your head. So is this a part of the collective? This is actually one she made for me for our school. Okay. Um, I'm probably turn, turn it wow. off. No, that's that's beautiful. 
listen, it's amazing. Like she just literally everything that she does with these hats to tell your story, whatever it is, only you're going to know what story you told her. Only you're going to know. So when somebody walks up to you like, oh, I really love your hat. I love that hat. Where'd you get it from? Well, I got it from Unlocked Brims. But for you to get one, it's going to be custom to you. It's not going to be exactly this one. Because this is my story. Yeah, that's so beautiful. You know? So. So, I appreciate you sharing that and kind of also letting people know about this particular project. Like, I would love to have this opportunity. But in, in, in addition to that, just hearing there's so many people out here trying to make sure folks' stories are being heard. And that's really what this is all about. The more we have, more opportunities we have to sit down and actually listen to folks, mm-hmm. I think it has the power to really change um, kind of some of the issues that we're having in society. It, it has to start with our communication. It has to start with us opening up because we we created a community for ourselves to where it's not okay to talk about things. It's not okay to be open about things. And that's that's a barrier we have to break. Everybody talks about generational curses, but we kind of sweep those things under the rug. Why are we not talking about feelings? Why are we not talking about what you got going on? What are your thoughts? You could be inside breaking down and nobody's going to know because that's not what we talk about in this family type thing. You know what I mean? But you have to change that narrative and you got to start somewhere. So... That's absolutely true. And as you're talking about that, it really makes me think of the reason even kind of knowing you, but then also the stud model project and how I know I got involved with that was I wanted to have better relationships with other masculine presenting women or individuals signed female at birth, because typically you don't see that. Just people, it's, it's all this animosity that comes up. And then people, especially when I think of the younger uh, mass presenting lesbians thinking, oh, I gotta, I have to perpetuate that. And I'm like, no, that's toxic masculinity. We don't have to do that. Do uh, not so have having to do that. this moment is so great. I think um, to build on that, I think the issue with a lot of us is we get around each other and it's an instant, we're on the fence. Like we're, we're on guard more than we're on guard for everybody else. Like in our community alone, we we are harder on ourselves than anybody. Like, think about it. The world is just now trying to get into, oh, well, what does this mean? And what does this mean? And what does this mean? But the whole time, we fighting them trying to put us in boxes, but we putting ourselves in boxes. Like, this, it's just a, I mean, it's a double-edged sword. We just kind of like, <laughs> we defending and cutting ourselves at the same time. I don't, uh, I don't really know why we put ourselves in these boxes, but then we're, we get around each other and it's like, oh, this one's too feminine or this one's too here we are with more boxes. Like, mm-hmm. why, why we can't just see a person for a person? Hey, you represent yourself as a stud? Great. You represent yourself as a femme? Great. You trans? Great. Not my business, which is what the issue with the world is already. So, I mean, why we can't just accept the people for being the people? That's all we got to do. When we start that, we as a collective, because even in the lesbian community alone, if it's us, us lesbians got together and each one of us does something different for a profession, right? So if we really just work together and made this like mass company, we will monopolize some stuff, but we got to get out of our own way. We have to get out of our own way. We, we stepping on our own toes. I mean, even in, in, the, in the black community, like we stepping on our own toes. Everybody wants to be the chief or you have an issue with somebody coming up a little faster or you doing too much. Like it's just, it's something we have to get out of. So if we can start that 
mindset as a as the youth imagine what they can do when they work together listen my job type of moment i'm like where else not even where else can we go but i agree with you if we're able to change the way everyone perceives humanity Mm -hmm. I get this the necessity, right? Yes, there's a need to divide in a sense so that people can say, like, this is my identity, this is my individual experience. Very important. While also we, in the ideal world, wouldn't use that to tear each other down. It's not this, this concept of good or bad or any dichotomy. It's just, there's various ways to live your life. You That's live. all we're trying to get to. That's just, all yeah, we just want you to live and live happy. Think about so, it, all these boxes, all these boxes, I'm sorry, all these boxes that we're putting ourselves in essentially causes us to basically closet ourselves again in another sense. Because now you don't feel like you can be you out here, but that was the whole thing we was fighting for in the first place. So it's just like, why? Like, why Why do we make it harder than it has to be? It just, I mean, I don't, I don't really see where it makes sense, but again, we got to start somewhere changing narratives. I agree. So this is, okay, this is pretty interesting kind of dialogue that's coming up. If we were to change the narrative, what would be your ideal narrative? How would you want this to go? We would have to create a society that people can live in their truth. And I don't mean that somebody has to tell you everything they're doing behind closed doors because it's not your business. But if you can see that person on the street and you're like, oh, I know you. That's my people. Or, hey, you got a business. I got a business. Why we can't barter? Hey, we both trying to get to this level. We both trying to get out the mud. We both trying to, whatever it is, we're both trying to grow. We can help each other grow. Versus seeing everybody as competition. If we collaborated, that ideal, that whole concept would be how we elevate as a community. Everybody, I mean, now granted, it's good to be selfish at times. It's good to take care of yourself, right? But if we took that selfishness and applied some selflessness and got together, like, we wouldn't, listen, we wouldn't have to be worried about paying this um, group of people. I'm trying to, <laughs> we wouldn't have to worry about our, all of our money going to this group of people, all our money going to this group of people. We could be spending in our community and actually have our business is set up correctly. We'll have our, you know what I mean? Everything, like, listen, you got credit repair, you got people, I mean, people don't even know about credit repair. People don't even know about what credit you need. People don't even know how to set up their businesses, you know? People don't know any of that. Like, you just, you have to be able to, you have to be able to step out of your way in order to step up to your next level. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely, yeah. So many people get, and I won't even make it so many people, I'll say for myself, I know that there have been so many points in life where I was too afraid to ask. And before that, even not even aware of what to ask, because that's overwhelming. But then when I didn't know what to ask, still be like, oh, I don't want to ask because then that means someone's going to know, I don't know. And even going to the part of the conversation that we were having, um, you know, before we got started, just being able to casually talk about, hey, I, I just messed up this, these screws I put in the wall. Being able to admit that you messed up, but then being able to say, hey, I'm also open to hearing the feedback. Like, you have the knowledge, tell me. 
if you're willing, I'm glad to hear. But that takes that's, time that's for someone thing. to be able to be comfortable. So think about all the master classes that are out now, right? A lot of those master classes are telling you, hey, I got from this point to this point, but they're not actually giving you the steps to do it. Right? They're not actually giving you steps. Oh, well, here, now granted, everybody has to work for everything. But if you are building your premise on building a community and growing a community, we have to start giving out some free chicken occasionally. We have to start, there's, if we want to grow as us, Sometimes it takes that step for somebody to actually believe like, okay, you're really trying to help us. You're really trying, you believe in your product. You believe in your service. You believe in whatever you're providing enough to give back. Not just tell me I went from, oh, uh, $2 and something in my bank account to $2 million and you, I get it. Tell your story. But if we're not helping each other, we still going to be in the same rut. Now we just listening to somebody else's success story and we didn't actually get anything from it. But at the end of this, will you uh, invest again into this? But we came here to try to invest into ourselves. But the masterclass ends up investing into the masterclass. You know what I mean? It just depends on, depends on what it is, you know, but it just, we have, we have to, we have to help versus like mm -hmm. holding each other down. So. Yeah. yeah, and it sounds like you're saying that there's so many programs out here where people are talking about like, hey, I'm a success story. Look at me and, but that's all they're selling is the look at me. There's no actual, hey, if you want to do this, let's get down and have a whole, maybe one of the classes in the master class at one point is humbling yourself. Right. Being able to say, what's, what's wrong with the business that you have currently? Because you have to be able to see the flaws to grow it. Otherwise, I mean, if you say it's perfect, not, not to say nothing's perfect, but everything has need for improvement. It's kind of what I was, sounds like where you were going with it. So being able to be willing, if we're going to give out information to really get to those steps. That, that's so what it is. We, we have so much knowledge. I apologize. We have so much knowledge. Mm, good. You know what I mean? Like, as a community, think about it. You, you could have went to school for something. This person went to school for something else. This person went to school for something else. Think about how many legs there are in a, in a company. How many legs? You have your program managers, you have regular managers, supervisors, and then you got the, you know, the, the say, let's say warehouse talk, right? Logistics. Mm -hmm. um, that's what I did in the army. That's where my brain, you know, but um, you talk about the breakdown of a warehouse. You got your pickers, packers, receivers. You got inventory. You have every leg. Right, so everybody knows something different. Yes, you climb up the ladder. You might have, you know, your HR department. You have your program managers. You have your project managers. Your project planners. You you have all these legs. Yes, but they all have to work together to keep these wheels of this company going. Right, because yeah. without this job, you don't have a reason for this job. So we're not moving. So here we are, all these like endless little pieces running around here. When if we got together, this whole machine could be immaculate. Okay. You know? Yeah. We'd have to be able to collaborate. Exactly. And then I'll say to kind of give an additional spin for listeners, and this is an example of how we collaborate. 
just even here right now, having the conversation, it can start there, being open and then moving forward. So if you're listening and wondering, okay, how do I do that? Talk to somebody, just introduce yourself to someone and express like, hey, I, I want to intentionally get to know you and see what I can learn maybe. But it doesn't even have to be that part. You just be like, hey, I want to intentionally get to know you. And then you see where things go from there. That's, so that's... you mentioned now the military. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You're fine, go ahead. No, I was kind of wondering when you were talking about these different pieces, you've mentioned military, you're talking about your creative, and I'm wondering how you've gotten to where you are because you, you're clearly a person who's caring about networking, collaborating, and pulling this together. So I'm wondering how have you done that for yourself? So since I, oh, okay, so I got in the Army um, and I pretty much did what I did before the Army. I did, I was really into uh, warehouse work and I did like armored truck driving, you know, security, all that kind of stuff, right? So for me, when I was growing up, my dream wasn't to go into college. My dream wasn't to, hey, I'm going to go learn this in school. My dream was to, hey, I'm going to get in the military. That's where I want to go. I had a lot of family in the military. That's what I want to do. I'm like, I know I can still, I can still have college education. I can still learn about these things, but that's not, that's not the lane I wanted to go. I didn't want to do the traditional college way. That's not what I wanted. But life was being life, so I had to wait a little bit. So I got more into the armored trucks and stuff like that, which is where a lot of the logistics comes into. So when I got into the Army, I was also a unit supply specialist. So between that and ending up running the supply rooms and all that stuff, you're really into logistics. So when I think about things, that's why the, the wheels, there's always pieces in, mm. into there. You know what I mean? But what I lacked in when I went into the military was my creative expression. Right. So if you lose that avenue of your creative expression, whatever makes you you, you're gonna start to feel lost. You're gonna feel like you you don't know where you're going. Like I'm doing something wrong. Something's not right. I'm not balanced, whatever it is. Like you're just not gonna feel like you should feel. Right. So for me, it was just like I'm lacking in that lane. Because before I got in the army, I know I did graphic imaging and printing in high school, then I was already into my creative lane so I kind of stopped all that got in the army and now there are positions in the army that I'm sure you could be creative at some point but for me that's not how it happened um so when I got out that was the first thing I wanted to do so everything creative that was in me it's just steadily flowing out so when I got my house here in 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 Georgia life has been literally you start to be yourself and living your truth, life will literally start showing you like, hey, you're on the right path. Hey, you're doing the right thing. Keep going. Keep going. You're doing the right thing. And it's mm -hmm. just, you feel it just start pouring out. Like, I'm telling you, it's a, it's a drawing on my wall right now that I did while it was on the wall. Like, I've, I haven't drawn since seventh grade. Not like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's a lot of things that life will start doing to you. And it'll bring out like, hey, I didn't know I was that creative. Now, as a creative, you're like, oh, I can do that too. Oh, I can do that too. Then you get the mindset. Oh, if you show me once, I got it. So it's like it builds, uh, being a creative and living in your truth builds a confidence in yourself to be able to attack any situation. Anything. And I mean anything. Because if you think about the issue with people, they are, they're stuck in the idea that I might not make it, the fear of it, the hesitation. You know what I mean? So they scared themselves out of the idea. Oh, I can't do that. I can't go back to school now. I'm too old. I can't, I can't go learn this because I'm, 
I'm past that. I already have a career. And it's it's all the stuff that we hold ourselves back from when we can really be great in something that we 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 wanted to do versus what we might have learned to do in school or this is what we decided to go with because it's the best lifestyle. But if we really just step back and like, hey, this makes me happy. If I dig in it enough, I can be happy and also get to the lifestyle I want. Get there. You want to get there. Everybody wants to get there. Everybody sees the, the money side of it, but then a lot of those people are genuinely unhappy. So why are we not searching for the truth in us to be happy and get that lifestyle? Because if you're living in your truth, other people are going to want to be in their truth around you. That's got to feel good. I mean, that you, you're going to run into, you know, energy um, vampires occasionally. You know, you're going to run into a couple of people because some people just aren't happy. But living in your truth, you're going to see, all right, this person, ah, some a little off. It's okay. I'm going to love you from here, you know. But if you carry around that positive mentality, you get, there's, it's endless to the levels you can get to. You got to have your positive mindset. You got to have your motivation. You got to have all of this self-love first. And then go. Just go. It's like that leap of faith. You just got to go. This trip down, me buying this house down here. I'm originally from Columbus, Ohio. So me, me buying this house down here in Georgia was just like, all right, here's my leap. Let's go. What are we doing? And since I've been here, it's been nothing but beautiful, genuine people. I mean, listen, you're going to run into people that aren't very happy everywhere. But it's all about what you do with that. How do you learn from it? How do you move from it? So if you decide to take a lesson instead of taking just a beating, okay, I learned something. Don't do that. Hey, look out for this person. Oh, okay. Move like this in this situation now. All right, that's cool. Now I'm no longer holding this negative feeling towards that person because I got my lesson. So now it's all love here. I got you from a distance. But for me, it's no longer because think about your negative thoughts. You don't only want to live with your negative thoughts. Your negative feelings towards somebody, whatever it is, you're the only one living with that. And ain't nobody paying you no money to live rent free in your head. <laughs> so what do you do with that? Do you carry around these negative experiences? Do you carry around these negative thoughts? Do you carry around these negative people? Because we do that sometimes. Family, friends, not, you know, everybody in between. But what do you do? You know? What do you do? What's your next step? That's what it comes down to. Oh. Chat's okay. Figuring out your next step. And so for you, I'm hearing one, a couple, a lot, a lot. I'm hearing from your, from the start of what you were sharing, I hear that you had this very central understanding of who you were, who you are from a pretty early age. You knew that you wanted to go to, um, to the military. You knew that you have more opportunities to go to college. It's not a, you have to go right now. So I'm, Oh gosh, it was so rich. I'm like, want to make sure some people, and I'm thinking about some of the high school students I work with. I'm like, college is not the only way. 
I was just at a college fair and students were asking me, what do you need to get into college? I'm like, you know, grades, this, this, and a desire to actually be in college. It is not the only answer. So to hear you saying, oh, I knew from Chunk, this is what I wanted. And you went that path, but then also still being able to be very much having, now I know these aren't your words, but I'm wondering, your intuition. Because you kept pointing like to your, either your chest and like your heart or kind of like your stomach. And I'm like, okay, so that's that gut intuition feeling that mm, where's, where do I need to be? Let me truly listen to how I am feeling and allow that knowledge because this information is communicating to you. Is this a safe space? Is this a good place? Is this a rewarding place or an affirming place? And ultimately towards what you were kind of the tail end of what you were sharing, being able to discern that and take the leap. Exactly. I'm excited. So I'm just excited listening to this because you, you, A, you have that internal voice that you're so aware of. So I wonder how did you pick up on that? And maybe even thinking about when you were younger, how did you know, oh, yeah, this is who I can trust. I can trust me. Um, I went through a lot of different things that, you know, test you. If people move in and out of your life constantly, right, you start to realize it's just you. You you are the constant. You look for the constant, right? You look, whether it's your mom or your sibling, you look for the constants in your life. So then when you get older and you realize, you know, siblings are going to move away. You're going to move away. You're going to go do Everybody's doing their different paths. Who's the constant? I had to bump my head. Yeah, of course. I had to bump my head. I even, um, I mean, I go to therapy, all that stuff. I guess I take care of my mental. I have to. I have to protect my peace. Otherwise, there will be no peace. There will be no peace. You'd be unhappy. You'd just be walking around unhappy. Then as a society, as the military, we everybody and everything teaches you how to walk around with a mask on. Mm-hmm. Whether you're saying, oh, I'm fine, but on the inside you're shattered. Whether you're saying, oh, yeah, it's a great day, but you're not feeling like that. Whatever it is, you learned how to make this mask. You learned how to wear this mask from whatever age it was. So when do you take it off? Right? So you got to be mm-hmm. by yourself. You have to be by yourself. I got down here and I can tell you like, I mean, I can tell you right now, I've been down here almost three years, I think. And I still haven't like ventured like I could have because I was literally taking time to me. I started off as a hermit. You know, I stepped out. SMP was one of the first things that I did to, to step out. Right. Okay. I've known about it. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's, I, I got told to do it as well. So that was something to get out because I was a hermit. I was like, listen, I'm not trying to do no drama. I don't have time for nobody's extra energy. I don't want to listen. If you if you want to stay in your mess, I'm probably not the person to talk to because I'm gonna ask you why you stay in your mess. Why do you want to stay there? What is there for you? What what's over here could be better for you? Don't stay here. We gotta go. We gotta go. There's no point in staying here. Yeah. Like that was the one thing that I can I can definitely say. I, uh, the army did for me as well. Me me taking that step away. And coming back to see a lot of people in the same position that I left them in, I was like, okay, I know where I want to be. 
I got to talk to me because I want to be somewhere different. It's not, it's not that I don't feel like these people can do anything. It's not that any of that. It's just when you are ready as a person, it don't matter what age it is, you going to know when you're ready. Mm-hmm. You're going to know when you're ready. I just happened to know I was ready before I left. When I signed them papers, I knew I was ready. Something about to change. I don't know if this is going to go the way I want it to because life just, life happens. And life be life and at its finest. And you know, <laughs> you never know what's coming. But at the end of the day, if you know, I know I don't want to be where I was. It's not going to matter what anybody else is doing because you're going to be like, all right, I want to be somewhere else. So now you're going to start looking for the people who might be where you want to be. I don't want to be with friends with people at my level. Unless you're trying to grow, unless you're trying to do something different. If you had that mentality that you want to be somewhere different, I'm with it. We moving, we moving. I don't want to be stagnant. Yes. We moving because I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to do none of that. You be great in your lane, but I'm telling you, I'm my train is moving and it's going to keep moving. And I'm going to keep loading this engine with some coal. Like it's me going. Like, I, listen, you can hop on the train and you can see me as I pass. It's going. So if you one of the people that's going to be up, I'm looking to you because you have to remain aware of who you surround yourself with. Aware. Like my lady tells me all the time, you don't see no rich people hanging out with broke people. Aware. Hmm. Be aware. Where you want to be? Okay. Where do you want to be? That's all it is. Yo, I mean, yes, those are, yes. People have to figure out what it is that they want, but also when you're saying, making a decision to pivot, while we don't know necessarily that whatever's gonna come, you're saying there's still, life is gonna lie, but you have an option. So being able to trust yourself, once you start looking for other options, start questioning, considering other things, your body's already saying, we're done here. So we're looking for a next path. That path may not be as, great as you're hoping it is, but it is some, it's more so that paying attention to the lesson of you are shifting internally, something here isn't in alignment, and we are off seeking new alignment. The next spot doesn't mean that you have to then become stagnant. If you get there and you're like, oh, this isn't in either, it's like, okay, keep listening and keep moving until you get to the places like, oh, this feels, this feels right. This is what I've been internally searching for. Mm-hmm. And also considering when you're searching it's not so much the financial part, it's the what makes me feel safe, secure, in alignment. And then potentially how do I use that to create the funds or whatever life I want to portray? Yeah. Think about so it. When does like, your master class come out? The <laughs> <laughs> when people um, think about when life hits you the hardest, you're at the bottom, right? You feel like can't nothing else happen, which it always can. And you got to, you know what I'm saying? Take your moment, knock on some wood and be like, nah, all right. But when you feel like you're at your lowest, you can only look up. That's the only direction you can look. That's the only direction. So when you start to get up, why are you going to look back down? You knew this was the direction you needed to go. Right. About it. When you, when you, I mean, listen, I just slept in my car. I didn't, I didn't, I've listened. 
I've been, I've done a couple of things in my life. Like I just, it's not about where you come from. It's about where you're going. Now, it's very, very important never to forget where you came from. That's what keeps you humble. That's what keeps your fire lit to remind yourself where you don't want to be. Always seek care from your mental health provider and physicians pertaining to any health concerns you may be experiencing. Stay tuned for part two of Where I with this week's guest speaker. Talk to you soon.